Production support for Noon Edition comes from Smithville. Fiber Internet, streaming TV, home security, and automation in southern Indiana. More information at smithville.com. And from Integrity First Insurance, provider of Erie Insurance, for all your auto, home, life, and business insurance needs. More information at 812-269-8897 or integrityfirstinsuranceservices.com. And from Bloomington Health Foundation, partnering with local organizations and citizens to invest in programs that address our community's health needs. Bloomington Health Foundation, improving health and well-being takes a community. More at bloomhf.org. And from Estate and Downsizing Specialists, LLC, offering complete turnkey services for estate and downsizing clients, from initial consultation through home cleanout to final real estate and personal property sales. More at edsindiana.com. Welcome to Noon Edition on WFIU. I'm your host, Bob Zaltzberg. Today we're having one of my favorite shows of the year when we talk to graduating high school seniors about their last few years and about their plans for the future. And we have two in the studio and we have two joining us by Zoom. So here with me in the studio today are Jeremy Green from Martinsville High School. He's a student planning on joining the U.S. Army after graduation. And Ella Francis, a student at Bloomington High School North and Hoosier Hills Career Center. She will be attending Purdue University's Honors College to study biomedical health science on a pre-med track and will be dancing with the Purdue Gold Duster dance team. Joining me uh, from on Zoom today, Isaiah Klinger, who's a student at Hoosier Hills Career Center and Bloomington High School North. He's an intern for MSP Manufacturing and will continue working for them and go directly into the workforce. And Lucy Sorensen, who's a student at Bloomington High School North and Hoosier Hills Career Center. She is with the Indiana HOSA, and I'll describe what that is, or she will later, but Future Health Professionals State President. She just received her CNA, the Certified Nursing Assistant License, and she will attend IU to study uh, psychology and nonprofit management in the fall. So if you have questions or comments for our four graduating seniors, you can find us on Twitter at Noon Edition. You can send emails to news at indianapublicmedia.org. And you can join us on the air by calling in at 812-855-0811 or toll free at 1-877-285-9348. So After all that, ready to talk to these young people today. And I want to start with Isaiah. Isaiah Klinger is a student at at North and Hoosier Hills Career Center. Isaiah, so talk about your path and and what you're planning on doing. So so I plan on going to Vincent's uh, to get a precision machining degree with advanced CNC. Okay. And my uh, internship is actually paying for that. Well, paying for what my 21st century scholarship doesn't pay for. So that would be my room, board, and pools. That seems like a great deal. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah. So you'll be going to, to Vincennes in the in the fall, or are you going to? Uh, in the fall, yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do this summer? Are you going to continue working? Probably, yeah, continue working. And then uh, at the end of July, I'll be uh, going to Boundary Waters with uh, Scouts, and that's in Minnesota. That sounds, so, like, sounds like a good trip. Oh, yeah. It's uh, canoeing through the lakes of 
northern Minnesota and possibly going into Canada. Not not very far in, but <laughs> right. Wouldn't be for long, yeah. Okay. Lucy, uh, Lucy Sorensen is a student at Bloomington High School North and Hoosier Hills Career Center. So you just got your license, didn't you? Your CNA? Uh, yes. Yeah. I got it. I actually have my CCMA, CCMA. my Certified Clinical Medical Assistant. Okay. Ours, our class just began offering both certifications. Um, I think I passed my test in March or the end of February. Um, it was a process that we started earlier in the fall and most students started taking their tests when second semester began, but it took a while for us to get everyone through testing. Okay. Well, congratulations on that. So why did you choose IU? I chose IU uh, mainly actually because they're one of the only schools that has a nonprofit management major, as well as they have one of the best psychology programs. And I will be able to stay in state so that I can fulfill my duties as Indiana HOSA president next year. Okay. What's HOSA stand for? Uh, HOSA is no longer an acronym. It okay. used to stand for Health Student or Health Organization Students of America, but it transferred into HOSA is now a word, and the whole phrase is HOSA Future Health Professionals. Because they wanted it to be more about health professionals rather than just simply health occupations. Okay. All right. So uh, both of those students are joining me by by Zoom. Jeremy Green is here. I can look him in the eye. And so, Jeremy, you're going to join the uh, U.S. Army after graduation. What what drove you to that decision? It's something I've always wanted to do since I was a little kid. (laughs) And I have an older brother and an older sister that both went in. Mm -hmm. And it's a little bit of competitiveness in me, too. I got to do better than them. (laughs) Gotcha. So what 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 appeals to you about joining the Army? I like being outside a lot. I'm I've worked a, a little bit of everywhere and working inside, working like a, as a cashier, like even like an office job that it wasn't for me. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't, doesn't suit you? No. Okay, good. Well, we'll talk more about when you're going to leave and your plans and where you're going to go and all that uh, here in a minute. But I want to bring Ella Francis on. Ella is a student at Bloomington High School North, Hoosier Hills Career Center, and will be attending Purdue. So biomedical health science and pre-med What's what's uh, taking you in that direction? So I've always had interest in the medical field, and when I was younger, I always tried to like diagnose my sisters and it's like, this is wrong with you. You have this. You're about to die. Like all this stuff. Um, so I've just always had that interest. And my grandma's a nurse, so I always enjoy like reading some of her textbooks, like looking at her stethoscope, trying to read her blood pressure, all that stuff. I just really enjoy the medical side of things, and I just have such a passion for helping others. Like helping others is something that I really want to do. I want to improve their daily lives, make sure that they're not living like not their best life Mm -hmm. and then so I just really realized that I I want to be a doctor someday like that's something I want to do so that's like my end goal and I'll do anything to get there okay so you're a you know you're Bloomington kid but you chose Purdue I did so what what is it about the Purdue program that that uh, attracted you first thing that attracted me was actually the engineering Mm -hmm. Um, I've always been interested in how things work and like what's like the infrastructure behind the whole like actual thing so that kind of that part just kind of drove me towards there and as like I was there I toured the campus I loved it it has like a lot of great on and off campus activities like the whole student life is amazing um and I really just enjoy it and also um I got into their honors college so I'll be doing that as well but their health program is a really strong program and it just drove me towards there okay Good. Well, I want to ask, I'm going to go back to, to Isaiah and, and Lucy and just ask, 
you to start off a conversation about about Hoosier Hills because three of you are students who have had experience with Hoosier Hills, the Hoosier Hills Career Center. It's kind of unusual for our show. We usually maybe have one student who's taken some courses at, at Hoosier Hills. So, Isaiah, can you talk about your experience there and, and why that was a good fit for you? Sure. Uh, so... My freshman year, uh, I actually had two classes down here, um, intro to engineering with uh, Mr. Quigley, who no longer works uh, at Hoosier Hills, and then uh, intro to transportation with uh, Mr. Bradley, which in intro to transportation, we, the whole small engine, so we would start the year with a Briggs and Stratton uh, lawnmower engine, tear it completely apart. And then by the end of the year, we would have to put it all back together. And uh, the final for the class was, all right, does your engine run or not? <laughs> Did yours? I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, whenever it was our turn to go, it, it was time to leave the class. Okay. Gotcha. I'm betting it did. All right. Lucy, how about you? The, the uh, How many courses do you take there? Uh, actually, this year I am doing half days, which is health science. So that's one course, but it ends up being like four out of my eight periods. And then I'm also in the fourth year of PLTW program. Uh, I've done all four years. And Hoosier Hills, like you shift down here from north after you take human body systems as a sophomore into taking medical innovations as a junior. And when we took that class, I met the advisor and she was the same teacher who was teaching health science. And I really liked the hands-on learning, that alternative of going from here's a lot of text and now let's apply it to clinical skills. It wasn't something that I was used to in our other classes. And then learning that we were able to get a certification and credit hours, like I'll be graduating with like nine credit hours simply from this class alone in health science, a certification, connections to workforces. I already have a job lined up for this summer. So just like all those opportunities, and even though like a lot of people like don't even say to go to Hoosier Hills because they're like, no, just take anatomy and everything else. And I'm very happy I did my decisions to go technical training with it. Mm-hmm. Ella, you said that you take some course. You take one course there, two courses. Yeah, yeah. I take one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can only speak highly of Hoosier Hills. It's just such an amazing program, and I take biomedical innovations there. And um, that's pretty much just like some labs, like hands-on learning as well. Um, We do like a bunch of different units, learn a lot about different topics. And through one of the topics, we had an internship. And so at that, that was the point where I decided that I wanted to get my phlebotomist certification. So I started working on that. And Hooter Hills pays for everything. So they pay for your test. They pay for the whole course, which I think is so neat. It's like so inclusive um, because usually it's, it's pretty pricey. You don't get it like cheap. (laughs) Um, So I went through that and um, I'm taking my test next week. But without this, the Hoosier Hills program, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Gotcha. Okay. Jeremy, what are you going to study with the Army? What what direction are you going to go with the Army? I enlisted as an infantryman. Okay. And I plan on uh, going airborne and then trying to get into the uh, Ranger Regiment. Okay. So how does how does that work? I mean, what what's your what's your progress going to be? You go to basic training when yeah. when do you go? So the June twenty eighth is when I ship to Fort Benning, Georgia, for my basic. I have nine weeks of basic, and then I'll do thirteen weeks of OSUT, which is the infantry school. And then I plan to volunteer to go to airborne school, learn how to jump out of planes. Uh huh. And then they'll assign me to a line unit, and then have me do whatever they want from there. Yeah. Okay. Now you say your brothers are both. 
Well, my brother, brother, my brother was in, and my sister was in. Oh, your brother and your sister. Mm-hmm. So, what did they wind up doing? Uh, my brother was an MP. He was a military police officer, mm-hmm. and my sister, she's still in. She's an IT specialist. Mm-hmm. She works with uh, like radar and satellites and stuff yeah. like that. Do you see making a career out of the? Uh, uh, yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to ask about a couple of current events, a couple of things that have happened. You, you all have been, you know, a class that had to deal with COVID and having disruptions in your schools and in your schooling. Some of it was online. Some of it was in person. Can you talk about what that, you know, what that meant to you, what that did to you as a person? Did it really, uh, you know, affect the way your schooling went, do you think? And I'll start with, um, I'll start with Ella in here now. We'll just shake up the order. (laughs) Yeah, COVID definitely impacted um, all of us because we were all learning online. I would say a big plus was, like, usually if you're in person, if you're absent, you have to make up a bunch of work. But for all of us, we're basically, like, all absent, so we're all doing this online together. And even if you did go in person, if you were absent for a day, you could just join in online, so you're not missing work. You don't have to make it up. So that is a lot easier to catch up. And I kind of took this, like, even though COVID was such a bad thing, I kind of looked at it on the positive side just to find some good out of it so like while I was at home I was trying to multitask being productive like yes I was learning on school but I was also able to help out around the house I was able to help my mom um, I was able to help my dad with a bunch of other things and we recently got a puppy at that time so she needed a lot of supervision <laughs> so it was really nice um, just to have her there the emotional support with my dog but also like with that I wasn't able to see friends like I wasn't able to see go to family get-togethers anymore and it just kind of like kind of made it it's just kind of like saddening just to realize that like uh, because of something so big happening like that kind of tears off your connections with other people and you're going to mm-hmm. have to wait to see them. Yeah. Jeremy, how did it affect you? Uh, I, I kind of like doing the school online. It was a lot easier for me. Uh-huh. And uh, But it did suck not being able to see my friends and family and being stuck inside all day. As I said before, I'm not really an inside person. Like, right, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least it was safer outside. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So how, what was it like to take those classes online? I mean, were you able to keep up? Yeah, it was, it was all right to keep up. It was just... I don't think I really learned anything. It was like yeah. you just go through the work and you do it, but you don't really retain any of that information, at least for me. Yeah. Okay. Lucy, did you learn anything online? I felt like I did, but I kind of definitely did feel like I was going more through the motions. Uh, we were required to come in for our technical classes. Um, so I felt like I was able to retain some of that, but even going from being in person one day to virtual the next, I would get confused and felt like I missed a lot of assignments or like missed instructions. So I was just doing everything I could to get it done, not necessarily retain anything. Yeah. Isaiah, how how did COVID affect you? For me, it was, I mean, for whenever it first started, I was like, all right, I like this. I like this. Uh, but so that was sophomore or sophomore, junior, no, sophomore year. Uh, junior year, uh, yeah, no, I didn't like it. Um, I prefer to be in a classroom learning than online, just because if I have questions, I'm more apt to uh, ask them in person than ask them online. Yeah, you know, people learn in different ways. I think you all know that, and it's it probably became pretty obvious during COVID. Isaiah, how you know when you're when you're learning a new job, you know at MSP manufacturing or somewhere. I mean, what's the best way for you to learn? I, I would think you might be a hands-on guy. Yeah, hands-on guy. Them showing me how to do it and then them watching me do it and correcting anything that I do wrong. Okay. 
So I have an, I have an assignment for all of you just to think about as we're, we've got a lot, of, a lot of time left in the show, but I want you to think if you have any questions for your other panelists in here, you know, questions that, that you might have of them about how they're looking at the future. Just think about that. You don't have to ask them right now, but if you have one, I'll probably ask later on if you all have questions for each other. So I just wanted you to be, be thinking about that. So we're talking with four high school students today who are going to be graduating and moving on to different things. Uh, one's going to the U.S. Army. One's going to Vincennes and, and focusing on the workforce. Um, two or one's going to IU, one's going to Purdue. So we have a quite a cross-section of young people here today. If you have questions for us, please send them to news at indianapublicmedia.org. You can join us on the air by calling in at 812-855-0811 or toll-free at 877-285-9348. You can also follow us on Twitter at Noon Edition. We'll start with uh, Lucy on this one. So if you look, when you look back on your, your high school career, I mean, what was what was the best part of it? Oh, I definitely really enjoyed getting to come back to school this year and doing internship and getting to see like how I could apply what I have learned in the classroom and the workforce and see that transition from potentially being in school to being in the workforce and like how that would work and like seeking my interest. Yeah. So, it was you, very nice. so you know, just to follow up on that, I mean, you have um, – see, I'm giving you guys all sorts of opportunities. You can You can tell the people at your school now what would have made it better for you. What would have made it better? Um, I feel like if I would, I really missed out. I went completely online junior year because my mom was a nurse and my dad was still going to work because he was working on the manufacturing of vaccines. So I couldn't really see anybody because I didn't want to put anybody else at risk. And I really wish I could have gone out and done internship to see more things that I like because um, I kind of knew what my interest was. But it's a whenever your interest is psychology, it's kind of hard to get that experience when you're younger. But kind of just testing out everything else. I wish we would have been given more opportunities to make up the lack that we missed out okay. when we were online. All right. Isaiah, what about you? What was, what was the best part of high school? Best part of high school for me? Uh, I would say my uh, not not really anything in school. I mean, I like stained glass and, and welding, but I would say the extracurricular. Like, for me, I did a unified track oh, of four okay. years. Uh-huh. Well, it would have been four if COVID didn't happen. Right, right. So you you are in unified track. What were your what events did you work with? Uh, I did shot put, the one hundred, and the relay. Okay, good. So how about you guys? Same question. Best part of high school? Things that you would improve on if you if you could tell all those uh, administrators and teachers. Who I wants would, to go first? I'll, I'll go. <laughs> um, I would say the best part was the people. Um, I, like, realized that I took advantage of, like, a lot of the stuff, like, just because of COVID, like, we went in and were, like, all masked up, and you don't realize, like, how much, well, I never realized how much I rely on someone's, like, lips to see what they are actually saying and, like, not actually hearing it, um, but just, like, seeing the people is really just the best part, and, like, making connections with your teachers and your friends is, like, I would say is such a huge plus in life. Mm-hmm. Jeremy? Uh, the best part of my high school is we have a really good vocational wing, and I've learned a lot of like life skills back there. Or this year, I'm currently in a construction trades class, which is for two periods a day. We leave the school and we've built a house, and I mean we're we're almost done. We're laying the like the last tile section in the bathroom, and then it's getting ready to be sold, and that money just goes right back into the construction department. How, how many students worked on that? 
there's two classes. There's probably around 10 or 12 in each class. Uh-huh. So you built it from just mm-hmm. the ground up? We laid the slab and then built on top of it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. So, I, you know, I have, I have a lot of questions for you guys. So I, wa- I also want to know, you know, when you think about, you know, high school kids today and, and you know, they're – I think they're, they're all, stereotypes are part of our world, right? So when wh- what would you want people to know about, about your generation, about people your age that they might not think about or know about? What would be something that you would like people to know that, you know, they look at you and they say, hey, there's an 18-year-old graduating from high school. I have these preconceived notions of who this person is. What would you like, to, what would you like for people to know about you and your friends and people your age. I know you don't represent everybody that's, you know, your age, but Jeremy, you want to go first? I mean, we definitely work a lot harder than everyone gives us credit for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, with ex- with all the school and extracurriculars and being seniors, most of, at least with most of my friends, we have jobs, we go to school, we do extracurriculars. It's just, it's a lot to balance, and I feel like some of the older generations think we're lazy, but... We we just do things a little differently. Yeah. So, uh, what kind of extra cur- extracurriculars do you do? I'm in Boy Scouts also. Boy Scouts. Yeah. Okay. All right, Ella. Um, I'll kind of build off that. Like something that I feel like in school, just walking through the hallways, you just look at someone like they're just any regular person. But like, also like something like people say is like you ask someone like how they're doing, you'd be like, oh, I'm okay. But then you realize maybe they're not actually. And like something like some people just like put on this face that you're okay, but really like they have a lot more going on than what they're doing. So just like respecting that and just like realizing that people have to like go to work after school. People have extra stuff going on after school and like doing clubs, doing all this stuff. And they, I don't think everyone realizes how much everyone actually does. And maybe they look like Jeremy was saying, like that they're doing like the bare minimum, but they're not really. So. Okay. Okay. Same question for you two. Uh, Lucy, how about you? Um, I would like kind of go off with both of what they said. I think like a quote I've heard from so many of my friends is think smarter, not harder, because they just want everyone to like find like the best solutions for themselves. And I also feel like we're a very understanding generation. Like I know a lot of like people think like we look very like brooding or everyone looks very sad. And even though I do feel like our generation has struggled a lot with mental health, especially being kids during the pandemic and everything i think everyone is just some people are very they want to be out in the open and talk about everything but a lot of our generation i feel like is very quiet about everything um they kind of are just going through the motions they do whatever they can to get by but they're just trying to be as understanding as everybody else they like i don't think we instantly judge people as much as other students have in the past i think we do try to be very open-minded you'll see our halls filled with posters of acceptance and trying to do inclusion clubs and i think everyone just wants people to know that everyone has a place in the world okay. and i feel like that it's sadly a transition that has been seen more over since the past five years mm-hmm. okay isaiah same question to you can you repeat the question yeah i was just just thinking about you know people your age and you know your peer group and people you know, how, how you might be understood. I mean, everybody tries to stereotype people. It's kind of the way of the world, and it's not anything new. It's happened, you know, forever. But uh, what would you like people to know about people in your age group and, you know, people that you hang out with? And, you know, what, what, do, you, what do you think they get wrong? So the things that they get wrong, I would say, would be along with what everyone else has said, us being lazy and not wanting to do anything. 
sometimes bad drivers or just completely impolite. But I mean, with uh, Jeremy, I'm also a Boy Scout uh, mm-hmm. Eagle, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and the amount of like just that realm in itself, just teaching like kids how to be polite and just demonstrating that. Yeah, congratulations on being an, an Eagle. That takes a lot of work. How long did it take you to do that? May of, well, five years. So I got it in May of 2021. All right. Congratulations. Lucy, I wanted to follow up on the mental health issues with you. I mean, you may be more in in tune with it because of your interest in health care. If I say that, am, am I right? Do you think you're more in tune with it or do you think that it's something that really is widespread? I would say I feel a little bit more in tune uh, through my experience, like with healthcare. Also, like having a mom that's a nurse, and the experiences I've done, like through leadership over the last few years, like people have chosen to confide in me. But I don't think it's very wide. I think a lot of people struggle with it, but it's not something a lot of people talk about. It's something that a lot of people are just like, oh, this is just like what everyone's going through, or even if like. I might feel a little bit worse off today, but like it's not something I really need to concern with other people. Um, but as you see in healthcare, I like just see people like kind of like break down because they're like, I've been holding this in for so long, and I just like wanted to say it to someone random. And I feel like if more people felt free to talk to people around them, that wouldn't be such a need to spill it all out later. Right. So, in, in thinking of you know issues that people all over the the world are facing but you know you're you're a group of young people that are in a position that you're going to be able to work on a lot of problems going forward you know and you're going to you're you're entering a, a world and you're you're getting out of high school now and you're going to be part of the solution to a lot of issues facing us what do you see as the biggest issues and the biggest concerns that you have as you sort of take your next step toward being a, a full-blown adult and I want to start in uh, let's start here with Ella um I would say more on like a big spectrum I would say just like in the upcoming steps like now I'm able to vote and this like world is such a politically divided country and it's just like I feel like I don't really I need to like be able to make sure I have my own opinion like research everything that I need to know of and just like being aware of everything that's going on in the world is just really important as that next step in my life mm-hmm. okay Jeremy I think some sometimes the school system doesn't do a, a as well as it could of preparing us for adult life. Like I have no idea how to do taxes, <laughs> and that's a, that's a big thing. And, and I I don't even I wouldn't know where to start with like like purchasing a property or anything like that. It's, I feel like the school could do better with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lucy, how about you? What's what's a concern? Um, I'm a little concerned, like moving into the for, like future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little concerned. I like am excited to go into college, but I'm a little concerned about the mix of people. Like I've became very accustomed to like what goes on in my high school. And I don't really know like what to expect once it turns into a bunch of IU students, um, just because of some of the stigma that surrounds campus. Mm -hmm. So I just don't want to like butt heads with anybody, but I feel like I'm pretty good at conflict resolution, but I just don't want it to be something that we have to go through. Okay, if I can just push a little bit further. So what what do you see as the stigma and what what kind of conflicts are you concerned about? 
Um, I actually just hear like a lot about like parties and people uh-huh. being very like loud and crazy and wanting to party constantly. And I'm like, I also hear about the students who like are very like passionate about their studies and everything and like want to talk about the future and like have study groups and everything like that. And those are the students I'm excited to meet. I just hope I'm not like being people trying to be like, oh, why aren't you going to parties or wanting to go to all of the football games and tailgating? Like, I'm very excited to start my studies and like think about my future. I'm not super excited to stay in the craziness that kind of surrounds high school as well. Gotcha. Okay. Isaiah, what are the issues that, that worry you? I would probably say just going on with life. Like, mm-hmm. so getting, coming back from the pandemic, I would also say, I mean, going from driving from Bloomington to Vincennes in the fall with the gas prices, that would be a problem for me. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we're not we're not going to talk about uh, politics in any detail on this show today. But I know uh, Ella mentioned the political divide. I was uh, in a group the other day and that interviews high school students for scholarships, and the people who had done the interviewing saying said the political divide was a more serious issue this year than it had ever been before. That previously it had been the environment was one of the issues. Without you know getting into what your politics are, is this is the divide an issue that concerns you, or do you just kind of think, well, you know, people think different ways? Jeremy, well, I think it, like the there's not a problem with like political parties. Mm-hmm. It's just people, at least right now, it seems that they like if like say like I take a Republican and they see a Democrat as like an enemy. Right. It, it's we're all Americans. I think just because our political views are different doesn't mean we shouldn't be able to get along. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I uh, agree with that. Also, like I remember, like um, during the past election, like on Facebook, like if you had a comment on something, someone was going to come at you for something like that. Like I, I, I definitely stay out of politics because I don't really <laughs> have much interest in it. But um, yeah, it's just crazy how people like aren't open to the other like side, if you may say, and just kind of like stay on their side, which is fine with me, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I want to build on that. And Lucy and Isaiah, you can you can certainly talk about that as well, but I also want you to talk about social media, you know, because social media, I think, has driven some of this divide. So, you know, how has that changed your life? Lucy? Um, I definitely would think social media has made divides worse because it gives people the ability to uh, I feel like someone won't really speak up until one person does. And then if once they see like, oh, so they've made fun of her. No, I can make fun of her because I'm not the only one doing it. Or it just like feeds negativity. And I don't always feel like it feeds positivity because people are just like, oh, that's dramatic. And especially when it comes to the political divide, I feel like it gives people a platform to be like, this is what I think. If you think differently, you're wrong. And I feel like if people just acknowledge that, opinions aren't facts and they aren't right or wrong it's like opinions it's what you choose to think and just like accept that everyone has the right to think their own opinion we'd be a lot further but i think people think everyone like some people get stuck in the idea that others have to think the same as them right isaiah how about you the social the world of social media it's a lot different than it was even you know five years ago things have gotten meaner it seems like and you know how do you how do you navigate all that so i personally whenever i scroll through Facebook, yes, I, I, I'm what pe- people today would consider old. <laughs> you, you're um, what people today would consider old? Yeah, just scrolling through Facebook. Yeah, you know? right, right. Yeah. I personally would say that 
yes, there it, it is a way for people to express negativity. And it's also a way for people to connect with each other. Now, in that connection, there actually is some kind of confinement to it, to where it's not as widespread. And you have a lot of clusters of people where, all right, so let's say people like Star Wars, Star Trek, like TV, certain TV shows and all that, and then anything on for groups. Mm-hmm. Do you think, and, and I'm going to ask all of you this, but Isaiah, do you think you can sit down with people who have differing opinions from you and come up with a, you know, a, a decent solution to a problem, or at least agree to disagree and, and leave friends? I would say so. Yeah. Okay. I, a lot of people can't do that anymore. So, what about you, Lucy? How do you how do you manage that? Sorry, I lost out on audio. Will you repeat the question again? Oh yeah, I was just talk- I was just sort of digging a little deeper on the social media and the divisions because you know we've gotten to the place where a lot of people just won't talk to each other. I mean, families have been torn apart by these divisions. And and my question was, you know, can you sit down with somebody who has a differing opinion from you, and can you work through the differences and get up at the end of the conversation and leave and still be friends? Absolutely. I feel like I actually do this regularly because like within my own house, there's a political divide. So I have been trying to we try to like make it to where we sit down and we're never specifically like saying like hateful things towards other people. It's more of like, I feel this way. And the person responds, well, I feel this way. It's never like, well, why do you? think this way like i try to be very neutral on things because i don't think everyone has to think the same way um especially on social media like i won't reply to hateful comments but i'll like try to leave like a positive one mm-hmm. as an alternative right okay um jeremy i wanted to, to follow up on you know your your choice to go into the army i, I would think that the army and you know i get this from i don't know a lot of things i see on tv and whatnot it's a certain it's a real brotherhood and sisterhood people who yeah. i mean you talk about about groups of people who are are in it for life yeah definitely uh, can you talk about that appeal and and you know is that is that something that really has driven you to want to go this direction yeah it, it has and like like i said i haven't even been in any training yet but just going to future soldier on every week to do pt and stuff those guys have been some of my closest friends and we've known them for like a couple months it's just something about Doing the hard stuff together it makes a forms a bond between you. Mm-hmm. So where where do you expect to to wind up? Do you have any idea? Well, if I if everything falls in the plan and I get into the seventy fifth, I'm either going to be in Georgia or Washington State. Okay, um, and just you know we're also you know we're at a time now where we're you know. There, there's you know there's war going on in Europe. For it, there's been conflicts and whatnot, but what's going on in Ukraine and uh, with Russia? As a person who's going to be joining the U.S. military, I mean, how does something like that play on you? It hasn't affected my decision or anything like mm-hmm. that. This is obviously something that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and as long as I get to do what I want to do, there's opportunities, and I get to do my job. Yeah, and that's okay. what I want to do. Okay. Talking about the about going back to the question about you know being able to sit down with people that you just disagree with. I mean, have you had experiences with that? 
Um, I mean, in the past, I've always had, like, differing opinions from everyone, and I feel like I'm always a person that I can put myself in their shoes and see where they're coming from and trying to, like, not negotiate, but, like, talk it through with them and just, like, see where, like, what their ideas on and how mine differ from that and how we can kind of come on a common ground. Mm -hmm. So I feel like even if I always have a different opinion from someone, I can always morph it in a way to where we agree in a different way. Okay. Um, I'm going to give our contact information again. You guys still be thinking about questions for each other. So <laughs> the uh, phone numbers are 812-855-0811 in Bloomington, toll free at 877-285-9348. You can contact us at news at indianapublicmedia.org, and you can follow us at Noon Edition. So, you know, we're, we've entered a time when there's – you know, there's a lot of been a lot of meanness too. I think we've talked about that with with social media. Um, how do you how do you navigate that? Do you just stay away from it? Just nice, be nice to people. I mean, yeah, kind of in a way. Like especially with social media. Like if I do see something bad, like if it's someone I know, I'll definitely like say something like you shouldn't be saying that. But if it's like more of like a viral thing, then I'll just kind of like ignore it. Just kind of like pacify it and like just brush it off like it didn't really happen. So I kind of feel like being passive is just the way to go with social media. Gotcha. Okay. I think that was not a very good question, so I'm going to move on from there. But <laughs> yeah. thank you for your answer. I, I want to talk about your about the teachers. What were the what were the common denominators of the teachers that you liked the best? I'm going to go to Isaiah first, and then Lucy, and then we'll come back into our our studio here. But when you think about the very best teachers that you had, what were the characteristics of your best teachers, Isaiah? Uh, I would say caring, and even though there's a lot of work that needed to be done. They just power through it, and uh, I would also say just connecting with the students. Yeah, how did if when you think about one that connected with you, can you tell us an anecdote or a story about how you were connected with one of your teachers? I would say so. One of my teachers I had for kindergarten, and then again for third grade. So just that in that instant, it was just hey, a familiar face. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lucy. What about you? Characteristics of great teachers? I would say considerate and caring. I recently like lost a friend and had to take a few days out of school and I had a teacher simply just be like, all work's paused. Like it's going to be fine. Any mini assignments, like they're dismissed. Just get the big things in and we will like consult on doing them later. Whereas I had other teachers be like, due dates are what they are posted on Canvas. Take your time out of the classroom. It felt nice to like have a teacher like really think about where my headset was also the teachers that are like i know everybody has senioritis so we're gonna go take a walk before we start class like like the time to like just show that they're taking a minute to think about it and even when they're overwhelmed realizing like the students are as well okay jeremy uh honestly thinking on it the common denominator between like the best teachers i've had are people who never planned on actually being teachers like like i was saying with the vocational wing like the people who i've learned the most from like they're both just working men one has a construction trade like a construction company one was a landscaper and they were just offered the job and i've i've learned more from them than anyone else Mm -hmm. okay 
Um, I would say the best type of teachers are, like, if they're passionate about what they're teaching, Mm -hmm. because that really shows. Like, I've had some teachers that are really passionate about, like, a certain subject and others that aren't, and it just kind of makes it boring to just kind of sit in their classroom. As they don't like it, then I'm not going to like it. If they love it, then, yeah, I'll probably love it, too. But I just found that interesting, and, like, other teachers are always willing to help you. Like, you ask them questions, they're going to answer it. Like, they're always going to be willing to help you push you in your your next step forward. Mm-hmm. So you like to be pushed? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Anybody have any questions for the rest of you? I've got plenty of other questions, but I wanted to give you an opportunity. Ella? I have a question. Okay. I have a question for Jeremy, actually. Um, so, like, with the Army, I feel like some people are kind of scared to go in that. So how did you kind of overcome that, or if you were not at all? like? No, I wasn't really – I like I said, I've my, I've had some family members, a lot of family members, actually, in the military. So I've been around that lifestyle my whole life. But I can see how it is a little nerve-wracking. But once you – I think the most – nerve-wracking thing is actually going and like talking to a recruiter because there's this whole stipulation that they're gonna lie to you that they're just trying to get you in the army and one of the biggest things is uh, one of the biggest like lies about that is they don't get any kind of extra stuff for putting anyone in the army it's just it's just a job it's just a salary job so going in there talking to them they're actually some the coolest people i've ever met really nice they're they've become my mentors and i look up to them a lot so it's it's just yeah. getting in there and doing it. And once you get in there, you realize, oh, this, is, this isn't that scary at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody, uh, thank you for the question. Ella? Lucy, do you have any questions? I don't think I do. Okay. Isaiah, for your colleagues here. Uh, anyone do any uh, extracurricular activities? Yeah. Okay. Ella, how about you? Start. Um, I would say, um, well, I'm... I'm in a lot of clubs at school, but I would say one of my more priorities are my, like, activities, like track and field and dance. I've been dancing for 13 years, and it's always something that I really enjoyed. Like, if I'm having, like, a hard day or something, then I'll, I'll go to dance in the evening. It's just kind of a way to, like, express how I'm feeling through, like, the art of dance, and I just really enjoy that. I want to ask a follow-up to that before the rest of you answer. So you're going to dance at Purdue, right? Mm-hmm. So what is – is that the dance group that goes to basketball football, all those things? Yeah, that's the non-competitive one. Um, so we're at all the home football games. We go to basketball games, baseball games, softball games, soccer, wrestling, all of them. And it's pretty neat. How much time do you have to spend doing that? Uh, probably a good amount of time. Um, uh-huh. I know we practice uh, every day in the fall and then it switches to two days in the spring. So I'm looking forward to practicing with them. Okay. Lucy, extracurriculars uh, as to Isaiah's question? Uh, I have quite the list. I've done quite a few sports throughout high school, soccer, throwing, cheerleading. But my favorite sport was always diving. I did diving all four years. I had to cut my season short junior year because of COVID. Um, But other than that, I went all the way through. Um, But my biggest extracurricular is HOSA, Future Health Professionals. It's a student-led organization that's for future health professionals. Um, I've been in it two years now and I commit almost all of my free time to it when I can because I just love what it stands for and love the leadership opportunity that it's given me. Okay, great. Jeremy? Uh, Through middle school and freshman year, I ran cross country and track, but now I just do Boy Scouts. Okay. And Isaiah, you're in Boy Scouts. Is there anything else that you do? Uh, I did unified track. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which that is, uh, so people that are in the special education department, like, that have either physical disabilities or intellectual disabilities uh, run with people that don't. So like 
So people with wheelchairs run with people that have no disabilities at all. Yeah, I think that's such a, a great program. That's not a very old program, is it? Uh, n- not that I know of. Yeah. On the, not here at North. Mm-hmm. Or actually in Monroe County. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other questions before I move on? Jeremy doesn't know any. <laughs> All right. Good. So we only have about five minutes to go in the show. So I want to give you sort of a, a last chance. Each one of you can have, you know, like up to a minute to talk about some things. You know, we, we haven't talked about some other, you know, big issues. We talked a little bit about politics. Um, you know, do you look forward to voting? Uh, you could talk about the environment and environmental issues. Is that important to you? You talk about one of you mentioned gas prices. You could talk about, you know, what are the what are the most important issues like outside of school to you right now that you're paying attention to? Who wants to go first? Uh, these guys have to make eye contact with me, so I can go ahead and start. Okay, thank you. Um, I well, one I follow very closely on everything that's going on with Roe v. Wade. I'm a very big feminist and just like to keep in everything that's going on with that, uh, as well as just keeping in twine with my community and i like to know what's going on but really what i just try to focus on is like being kind and like keeping an open mind like i feel like things change so rapidly nowadays like you're having to learn and keep up to make sure that you're not offending anyone you know what's going on so you don't miss out on anything uh so you understand where people are at a little bit more uh i just kind of feel like people need to like be kind and understand like everyone's struggling like with the gas prices i know i remember filling up my tank in the summertime of covid for twenty dollars and thinking that was fantastic and twenty dollars barely gets me five gallons now and i'm like that's crazy and it's like something that i think all of us just need to take time to like take a breather i think we're all struggling in our own ways and being considerate of everybody is always important all right thank you lucy isaiah how about you i would say I got nothing. Got <laughs> that's all right. No problem. It, it's probably worse. It's probably the problem. The problem is probably with the questioner, not the not you. So, Ella. Yeah. So I might take this on like a different turn, but like mm-hmm. something that I kind of live by is hard work pays off. Sounds very cliche, but it's very true. Because like I realize like if I don't put enough effort into something, it's not going to turn out the way I want it. Like the only way like I have big dreams, I have big goals for myself, and the only way to get to those is to work hard for them and never stop trying. Okay. What kind of physician do you want to be? I mm-hmm. specifically want to be a pediatric neurologist. Pediatric neurologist. Yeah. That's very specific. Yes. <laughs> okay. And Jeremy, how about you? You've got uh, your work cut out for you. Yeah. I'm just super excited to finally get to do what I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I'm super ready. And you're leaving June 28th? June 28th. June 28th. Okay. And when's high school commencement for North? Anybody remember? Um, it might be the 27th, but I could be wrong. Okay. Might be May, tw- May. May, 20- May 27th. Is that right, Lucy? The 28th. 28. Plus. <laughs> okay, a month before Jeremy leaves for the service. All right, but when's your commencement? You the know? 27th. 27th. Okay, well, I want to thank our four guests today. Um, it's always a pleasure for me to talk with um, bright, smart, interesting uh, high school students who are getting ready to graduate high school. Isaiah Klinger has been here on Zoom. Isaiah is working at MSP Manufacturing and is going to be going to Vincennes. Isaiah, thanks for joining us today. Lucy Sorensen with the uh, Future Health Professionals. She's the state president, a North High School student who's going to be going to IU in the fall. Lucy, it's been a pleasure. Jeremy Green, good luck in, this, in the military. Stay Thank safe. You. 
uh, work hard, and we're all proud of you. Thank you very much for that. And Ella Francis, who is going to go to Purdue. She is a North student. She's going to go to Purdue. She'll be on the dance team at Purdue, and she'll also be studying pre-med, and we appreciate your being here, too. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to thank our producers today. We had three who helped on the show, Benta Boutier, Holden Absher, and Nathan Moore. One engineer, Mike Pashkash. I'm Bob Zaltzberg. Thanks for listening to Noon Edition. Production support for Noon Edition comes from Smithville. Fiber internet, streaming TV, home security, and automation in southern Indiana. More information at smithville.com. And from Integrity First Insurance, provider of Erie Insurance, for all your auto, home, life, and business insurance needs. More information at 812-269-8897 or IntegrityFirstInsuranceServices.com. And from Bloomington Health Foundation, partnering with local organizations and citizens to invest in programs that address our community's health needs. Bloomington Health Foundation, improving health and well-being takes a community. More at bloomhf.org. And from Estate and Downsizing Specialists, LLC, offering complete turnkey services for estate and downsizing clients, from initial consultation through home cleanout to final real estate and personal property sales. More at edsindiana.com.